This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. In 2012, my aunt called me at work and said Solomon is missing. He'd been missing for three days. He left his house at 3 a.m. with a friend and didn't return. He left his dog at home and had no plans to be away. The rest of that day is the memory of my skin on fire and trying to get out of it. A friend picked me up from work and drove me home, and as we drove, we speculated. He must have gotten into some kind of trouble. We should be calling hospitals, police stations, friends. He could have relapsed. But even as the possibilities came out of my mouth, my mind refuted each. He could call from a hospital or police station. He would never leave his dog, not even during a relapse. Something was very wrong. My mother was coordinating people trying to help. I'd get a few moments on the phone with her before being passed to someone else. My friend was trying to book me a flight from my home in California. I gave her my credit card but couldn't help her make any plans. The mountain roads between his home and town needed to be searched. There were hillsides to examine. There were back roads to scour. My mother called me from the side of a ravine, out of breath, searching. She said, you need to get someone with you. She didn't want me alone when I got the news she felt certain was coming. In panicked time, my brother's body is sent spinning. The car lands upside down in a small area of city runoff water on the side of the road. His body remains in the passenger seat next to the dead body of his friend, suspended in the muddy cocoon of the old convertible he had just purchased a month before. The soft top of the car matches the spongy texture of the mud, and together they conspired to become a sprung trap for the two. Both my brother and his friend drown. There are infinite questions. How long did they try to free themselves? How long did they struggle? Did my brother have time to make an effort to reach for his pocket knife, or did he just pull at the seatbelt with his hands? Could one have seen the disturbance on the surface of the water as they wrestled under it? When exactly, which second, did the water become still around the four tires peeking out from the surface? Was the radio on? If so, would I have been able to hear it from the road still playing underwater? Time in the following days had dull edges. Time slowed, changed, echoed. Solomon became the body, and the body became part of the water for three days before they were found. On the forearm of the softening body was a large black tattoo of two music notes bracketed by the words Tanner Pell and Never Forget. Solomon was 23 years old. We were supposed to be in this together. Now I'm on this beach learning to swim once again in the flat shadow of what is left, and you, Solomon, have become all beings with eyes, 